0: journey into sound. The fattest, funkiest shoes in town. Now, here comes the music. <laughs> you got a beat for me? This one's explosive. And right now we'd like to introduce the yeah. messiest shoes yeah. oh. in the mix. sand in full effect. You and I have open music please. Soul, funk, hip-hop, and house. Stand by for all of this and more. Yeah, that's right, everybody. What's going on? This is the man, the myth, the legend. Joseph and her are alive here on all platforms, all Wi-Fi, internet, ready to rock and roll, strutting and stroll. Good, that's how we do it. We are keeping it real. You know what I'm saying. Okay, this is Joseph Ventura. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody wants to take time to check it out, but if you go to Netflix, um, Arsenio Hall has made his return. It's got a live stand-up show Oh, that he did uh i forgot what town it was but it was. it's called smart and classy and honestly it's a little bit over an hour uh there really isn't that much about an hour an hour and three minutes and 13 seconds it's all right i you know, i give him credit for the th- things he's done over the years Arsenio, Arsenio hall show know, yeah, i remember he used to watch him on channel 9 a lot of good perks. That show was great. He was a great host. Uh, phenomenal. Very entertaining. Totally enjoyed his style of interviews and he had the best interviews. Um but over the years he retired, I believe. Uh because he had a son and back in nineteen ninety eight. He's raised, he decided to step away from you know, the uh, the media, so to speak. You know, there was rumors that he had some kind of, uh, he was in detox, some kind of Betty Ford Clinic. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he, w- he was not at the Betty Ford Clinic. He was raising his son. You know, people should, and it's just funny because there's so many rumors back around that time. As I recall, people were saying that uh, uh, the executives were paying him a certain amount of money and uh, he had a contract but uh, he he was scheduled to interview someone he was told not to interview he interviewed him anyway things were said, and that's why he was booted off the channel 9 network uh, which turned out to be false again this is pre-internet era these are just rumors so but that's what's going on I was, that's what was going on at the time home. Uh, then he came back and uh, Around the time George Lopez had his own TV uh, show, and he didn't chose not to go against his own friend. Figured you know makes sense, but business was business. If you're friends, you understand you gotta make money. Turns out he figured you know maybe not. Don't continue. Uh, Then he made a he made a comeback. Uh, It lasted about a season. It didn't do too good due to the low ratings. Donahue Phil Donahue made a I returned to not too long ago uh but immediately he was shot down in flames people used to i used to love phil donahue a great show talk show host but when he came back he seemed more lost then then than on you know, the again this game and uh sad because phil donahue was amazing uh he captivated the audience better than the rock did <laughs> Dwayne Johnson uh, but Arsenio did make his uh, return and again a little to no avail so then he comes back and does his uh, show this uh, Netflix special and uh, it's good I, I I liked it the thing I noticed though uh, they were giving it a three rating star which is bad and I can understand it's over an hour in a few minutes um, He's constantly saying, motherfucker this, motherfucker that, you know, niggas this, nigga that. It's not really Arsenio. I mean, Arsenio was more, he was a lot more classy back in the days. I mean, sure, I mean, he had a lot of wild wrestlers like The Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, and Randy Savage. (laughs) And he still kept his composure, Uh, but again, this is 2019. He needed to resurface. In a way, it's good because we know he still sort of got it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm hoping Jackie the Jokeman, Martlin, is uh, doing all his jokes. That'd be great. The way he uh, used to do it with Rodney Dangerfield, the late, great Rodney Dangerfield, and Sam Kennison, and many others to mention that I might have forgotten. You know, uh, hopefully he wrote someone wrote his lyrics his lyrics, his jokes, um, he has a, he has, if you listen to the, uh, special, the Arsenio Hall special, smart and classy, it's got a couple of good things in there that are funny, naturally, I mean, you just listen to the way he delivers the jokes, the puns, whatever, uh, it's pretty funny, Uh, I thought it was funny, it was hilarious, I enjoyed it, I actually enjoyed it very much. i um, a very funny guy. Uh, some of it sounds so premeditated, overrated, outdated. But that's just, you know, you can't over-criticize. You know, an artist like Arsenio, who's been around as a journalist, interviewer, etc., ghost a host <laughs> now he's a ghost of his former self but you know what though you really have to give him credit like give him three stars the man deserves more than that uh, again his cursing is not his you know, it's not it's not his character really and then again you have to know him personally in order to judge him like that but the Arsenio that we all grew up watching had uh was a different level then this Arsenio, this is like the Arsenio just busting loose. <laughs> so he was kind of fun to watch. Uh, and it was good to see him again live. Again on the, uh, that uh, Netflix special, you know. Whoever sat there in the studios, in the stadium, watching. I'm hoping it wasn't uh, helping the last were pre-recorded. People seem to be enjoying themselves, you know, uh, mostly... The camera is angled up towards him, but you can see the audience, some of the audience. He tries to interact. He makes the effort to interact with some of the guests, the hosts, uh, the, uh, the people at the, in the audience, and uh, that's a good thing. Um, again, I'm getting an expert, but basically, you know what? I think I am. <laughs> I earned that right. I grew up watching all these shows, these talk show hosts, and I've been through a lot of comedy shows in New York City. You know, I've been through a lot of places uh, of entertainment when I was younger. Especially, that was my thing: going to the bars, going to the stadiums, the clubs. You know, the, um, the music scene, the, the improv, comedy Night, You know, uh, comedy hour, uh, stand-up comedy. It was always been a thing for me. I always enjoyed comedy. Um, congratulations to the uh, Washington Nationals, World Champions, twenty nineteen. I predicted it, and it came true. Hmm. Against all odds, just like Phil Collins said. Check out my John store. Yep, Ventura 7. Ventura 747. And uh, I think you'll enjoy yourself there. Got a lot of great t-shirts. Thongs. Bras, panties. It's good. It's, it's enjoyable. A lot of good stuff. What can I tell you? I make things say I make this happen. You know what I'm saying? I make it happen, baby. So go check it out. Ventura747 Ventura seven four seven Check it out. Buy my shirts. Buy my cereal. <laughs> we have towels phone covers, cell phone covers, Android, Samsung, um, shoes, pillows, bed sheets, t-shirts, shorts, uh, pajamas, sweatpants, oh my god I could go on I could go on all day. You need it, you want it, come and get it. And that's all I gotta say about that. Anyway, uh, another wonderful news. I like to say, you can always find me. Go to Twitter. Check me out. I'm on Twitter. I'm very vocal. <laughs> say what I gotta say. You know what I'm saying? I bring it to you live. Check it out Joseph Ventura 7 at uh, Twitter. Joseph Ventura 7 Yeah, that's right. The man of the hour. And I try to steal this line from superstar Billy Graham, but I'm too sweet to be sour. Billy Graham, the superstar, suggests WWE wrestlers get on steroids. Maybe they should, but not too much. You can lose your limbs. Hence why superstar Billy Graham is uh, wheelchair ridden. I mean, uh, for these wrestlers back in the 80s, used to use a lot of steroids and just pumped and juiced, and then now most of them are either dead or missing limbs or wheelchairs. Sadly, I, you know, Kamala, Kamala Harris, the Ugandan giant, is one of them, but that's due to diabetes. And then my heart goes out to Kamala Harris, and I don't mean the I'm not talking about politics, but we're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk talk about Donald J. Trump. He wrote this tweet about two days ago. He says, it's time for Mexico, with the help of the United States, to wage war on the drug cartels and wipe them off the face of the earth. We merely await a call from your great new president. You know something, Donald Trump... The biggest rat Sneakiest motherfucker I've ever met Not you know—not in person But I've ever encountered I should say And it's funny because you got these You got the CEO of Twitter Saying that he's gonna get rid of Political ads and this and that Well if in order to, for you to get rid of Political ads and clean up your Your site you need to get rid of guys like Donald Trump Yes he's your president But this is what's poisoning Twitter. You get rid of political ads, and you still have Donald Trump tweeting every two minutes because he doesn't have anything else better to do. Although he should, Twitter will never be, a, you know, politically, political, uh, free of any kind of politics. You know, this guy just—he gets on there, and he—he he goes again. Ridiculous. Donald Trump just can't get away, can't stay away from Twitter. Yeah so <laughs> I just don't understand it We don't what people learn You know But uh, now that we're talking about uh, Wrestlers and politics Nice to see Ken Shamrock Doing his thing uh, He works at Impact He has his own uh, Company now You know Guy's a made man. You know that he does his own thing. And I totally think this is the way to go. So, he really is the most dangerous guy. He knows how to fight. He'll fuck you up in too many moves and twists and turns. Sadly, when it comes to pro wrestling and uh, nowadays everything is becoming more of a show, a joke... And I agree with Jim Cornette. I like Jim Cornette. He tells the truth. You know, Jim Cornette tells it like it is. People don't like it. Even Jim Ross doesn't seem to like it, but it's the truth. And I don't understand why people can't just get behind the man. Jim Cornette is very cool. Uh, yeah, he's always said what he felt. He always kept it 100. And I just don't understand why people just can't respect that, you know? Six-year-old boy found with loaded gun and backpack at school. Great. You can thank the parents for that. Nice gun. (laughs) You know, and you got life imitating art and art imitating life. There's a fine line between, but it's easy to miss sometimes. I mean, can you imagine a six-year-old child, you know, with a back-loaded gun in his backpack at school? In Ohio Elementary, mind you. In Ohio Elementary School may have thwarted a potential crisis on Wednesday by quickly reporting a first-grader who came to school with a loaded semi-automatic handgun in his backpack, according to police. That student did exactly what we asked students to do. See something, say something. Columbus Division of Police Detective David Bukey told reporters Wednesday, and he says, and I quote, I think it's very obvious this could have been the worst day that school could have ever experienced. I agree. Staff members at Kids Care Elementary School in Columbus, Ohio, made the alarming discovery at around 9 a.m. when a six-year-old boy revealed the gun to a classmate. School administrators secured the gun immediately and placed the school on lockdown. Muki said, "said the boy's <laughs> grandparents had a recent report, had recently reported the gun stolen." Fucking grandparents! Holy shit! This is just crazy. I mean, come on! I mean, this is a child. This is someone's kid. Think people be more careful gotten right not not you know and all this shit ridiculous i just don't get it When will people learn anyway this has been joseph ventura until next time i've been here farewell so long